This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omar Saleh and Hani Balkas on Pulse 95. Future Talk. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. It is a great Monday afternoon. I hope you're all having a fantastic day. And I hope you're all as productive as I am feeling today because uh, I want to share with you a little bit of a of a fact or a little bit of an advice that I heard yesterday that I honestly felt like spoke to a lot of people, especially in the day and age that we are currently living in. Um, but before that, let me know. Let me let you know that you're listening to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is the one and only place where we bring you the latest in robotics, artificial intelligence, gadgets and applications. All that you need to know about what's happening in the tech world in the UAE and around the world is being discussed right here on Pulse95. Now, let's go back to the little bit of advice that I heard yesterday. Um, And it has to do with hacking. You know, typically whenever we talk about hacking, it's always looked down upon. We always look at it as something malicious, something that we shouldn't be doing. But yesterday, I heard something very interesting about a brain hack. So we all know how NASA tends to launch their space uh, launches you know when we're talking about aircrafts it's always uh, at a countdown from five to one five four three two one and a lot of things in our lives could be done just as fast if we use the same countdown Um, what's interesting about it is that this is what mel robbins tends to call the five second rule so whenever you want to do something that you don't really want to do whether that is getting out of bed a little bit earlier or doing something that you know is good for you but you just don't feel like doing at this moment whether that is working out getting off your phone we've been talking about digital detox quite often or if you want to practice a new hobby follow the 54321 the NASA launch technique and let me know what happens with you because if I can tell you one thing it's your brain will immediately switch from being a bit hesitant about doing that thing to just going for it whatever it is follow the 54321 and find your mind just going for it and as you keep doing it over and over again it'll just be automated so there you go there's a brain hack for today that i thought is quite interesting because we constantly hear nasa repeating the launch numbers from five to one but we never know how to implement them in our very own lives but coming up on future talk we have so many stories to share with you today happening in the uae and around the world right here in the uae Many airports will be introducing a new touchless elevator technology to fight the COVID-19 spread. What many of us tend to not know is that elevator buttons can have a lot more germs than a toilet seat. And I actually found a very shocking statistic that I want to share with you all in just a few moments. But right here in the UAE as well, they are going to be introducing smart helmets to detect COVID-19 infections. Now, we've seen these smart helmets being used by police officers whenever uh, they were trying to check for the temperatures of people entering certain areas. But now these smart helmets will be widespread as restrictions are becoming more and more relaxed. But around the world, Google Assistant is getting smarter because now the Google Assistant devices can actually tell 
who's talking to them. So if you're living in a household with many members, Google Assistant can actually find out who is who. But in our Apps All Around segment, we're going to be talking all about Microsoft rolling out a new tool feature that is going to help make their Microsoft Teams run a lot more smoothly. Lots and lots is coming up right here on Future Talk, only on Pulse95. Make sure you keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. Today I found out one very interesting fact that I have never known about. Quite shocking to be honest because we constantly touch this thing on a day-to-day basis. Um, I'm talking all about elevator buttons because I found out today that elevator buttons are 40 times dirtier than toilet seats. Yes, you heard it right. 40 times dirtier and it is one of those things that we touch without giving a second thought. Now with COVID-19, many of us are leaving our homes while wearing gloves. So this makes it a little bit easier um, and a little less contaminated. But this is exactly why uh, an airport right here in the UAE, in the capital of the UAE, Abu Dhabi, they are introducing a new touchless elevator technology. So you literally won't have to touch a single button in that elevator. Now, Abu Dhabi airports are deploying this new touchless technology across 53 elevators to help prevent cross-infection from interacting with elevator buttons. And whenever we're talking about cross-infections, it honestly spreads beyond elevator buttons. Even if you're wearing your gloves, if you're wearing your gloves and touching your phone and then touching your laptop and then touching your eyes, you're still moving all those germs from one surface to another. And this is exactly why we're constantly discussing on how important it is to constantly sanitize your phone, your gadgets, your car keys, whatever it is that you were touching once you left your home. But the technology that Abu Dhabi airports are actually implementing is called CHIC or Touchless Keypad Technology. And it's basically a control panel that allows anyone that is going to be riding the elevator to command the elevator without physically pressing any buttons. So all you have to do is simply wave your hands in front of the panel to indicate which floor that you want to go to or which direction you want to go in. So if you want to go up, you'll just have to move your hand up upwards to signal to the elevator that you want to go up. If you want to go down, you'll go ahead and signal uh, that you want to go down. So this new technology was actually designed and manufactured by a startup called MetaTouch. What makes this very special is that this startup is actually based at the UAE University Science and Innovation Park. So it's a technology coming right from the UAE to be implemented right here in the UAE. This technology will reduce the risk of cross-infection by eliminating the need to constantly Uh, physically touch any elevator buttons these new devices are designed to be very easy to install on any elevator no matter where it is so this is actually going to make it uh, very easy for different companies in the uae to quickly introduce this additional protection against the virus now we're finding more and more often uh, the availability of visors or dividers between different uh, offices especially those who are sharing one room right here in uh, our pulse 95 studios and in our offices we tend to see these visors uh, placed between 
any two that share uh, desks right next to each other. So this might just be the new trend. But Abu Dhabi airports are definitely investing in such a technology so that they can make sure that they are putting an end to the spread of COVID-19 in airports and making it as safe for passengers and visitors as much as possible. This new technology, though, is not the first uh, to be implemented right here in the UAE because we've seen other technologies in the past few months also being introduced. One of them being the Kodi bot UGV robot that was basically used to sterilize and sanitize any cargo facilities, any of the passenger aircraft cabins. We've also seen different sterilization gates and booths that disinfect human beings in very, very minimal time. We're talking about as fast as three seconds. But what is happening And also in the UAE in terms of checking our temperature. Um, When we're ever, whenever, wherever, wow, okay, tongue twister. Whenever we're talking about temperature checking, it's becoming the new normal. You'll never find someone, uh, you know, kind of shocked that their temperature is being checked whenever they're entering a certain area. And this is all because temperature or having a fever is actually one of the symptoms of COVID-19. And this is exactly why the UAE has actually been working with a security solution provider called World Security. Now, World Security is actually going to be providing the UAE with a new smart helmet that is designed to make contactless detection of people who are potentially infected with COVID-19. This new smart helmet will help ease the movement of traffic in areas wherever it's going to be used in. But it's also going to be ensuring that we have the highest level of safety and security because we have very minimal contact. There are five powerful functions for this smart helmet. One of them being contactless temperature recording. There is no uh, interaction between the person himself and the the person who has uh, his temperature checked because the helmet can actually measure it from about five meters apart. It also allows for rapid screening for both indoors and outdoors. It has very rapid screening uh, of vehicles and passengers. So even if you are in your car, your temperature could still be checked. It also has facial recognition and identity verification. Uh, It also uses thermal imaging, which basically means that it can see the invisible. So even if you are not very clear within the five meter distance from the helmet, this helmet can actually find your temperature easily now what's interesting about it is that now that restrictions have been relaxed and they've been eased these helmets could be used a lot more frequently we can easily see uh, security guards having these helmets placed on their heads because it allows them to monitor all of the people who are entering a certain mall or a certain pharmacy very easily but it's also cutting down on the time that you would spend waiting to get your temperature checked. This is just one of the ways of what is being done to help make sure that we are putting an end to the spread of COVID-19. But the responsibility is on your shoulders. So whatever precautionary measures that you can take to prevent you contracting the virus is what you need to be doing. That includes wearing your mask whenever you're heading outside your home, making sure that your gloves are on, also whenever you're leaving your home but another tip that i have for you since i just told you that elevator buttons are 40 times dirtier than toilet seats and you know we're talking about buttons that can be touched by dozens of people who will basically come into contact with all kinds of bacteria not just covid19 
every single hour. Whenever you're waiting for the elevator, I think it's a great time for you to use this a few, these few seconds to sanitize your hands with a hand sanitizer or even any of the dispensers that are usually scattered all around different malls and buildings. But if you want to take that extra level of protection, if you're not wearing a mask, go ahead and press the button with your elbow instead of your hands or your fingers because you're less likely to uh, touch your elbow after touching the elevator button. But also another tip that I personally use is to click or to press the elevator buttons by using my car keys since the only other place my car keys are going into is my own car um, and I'm talking about the car keys that tend to be retractable so that's just one of the tips that you could go ahead and use uh, you can also use another object like a pen if you have one to press the button anything to minimize the contact that you're having with surfaces that tend to be touched by many people all at once but coming up on future talk we still have lots and lots in store we're going to be talking all about facebook and how they're planning to use face id so keep pulse 95 locked you're, you're listening, listening to pulse 95 pulse 95 pulse 95 apps all around what's worth a click and download Keeping our accounts secure, this has been the talk of the year ever since COVID-19 has become a part of our lives simply because hackers and scammers love to make use out of this fear to grow fear in our hearts. But this is exactly why I'm coming to you with one of the newest features that Facebook is currently testing to make our Facebook Messenger account slightly more secure. And they are opting to use Face ID. Now, Face ID is not anything new. We've been using it on our iPhones, on our iPads, many phones tend to use it. And even whenever you want to use your, let's say, Apple Pay or online payment options, you can also opt to use Face ID. But when it comes to your messenger inbox, Facebook thinks that only you and Facebook should have access to the theoretically private conversations that are found within it. But Facebook is now testing new ways to secure its app. And specifically, it's trying to do that on a certain number of iOS devices. This year, they want to add a second layer of protection. And if you go ahead and enable that feature, as a user, you'll be uh, asked to re-enter your passcode or to engage with Touch ID or Face ID before you can go ahead and access your inbox. The reason behind all of that is to make sure that only you are the person reading those messages. But also, we all know that, you know, Facebook kind of is capable of reading those messages as well. So we're kind of hiding these messages from anyone else but us and Facebook. The idea behind this change is pretty simple. If someone gets access to your unlocked device, this security feature creates an additional barrier that will prevent any hacker or even we could be talking about loved ones. If you don't want someone else reading your messages in your household, this could also be beneficial. So this will prevent them from being able to read your messenger messages, which, you know, it is a good thing sometimes. We reached out to Facebook uh, for more details on this test, on what it would be like, but they currently actually are not giving out any responses, which is understandable. Apple and Facebook like to be very secretive with their updates. But since we don't really have much of an update on how is it going to work, we are definitely looking at how this feature will be tested. So it's it's certainly going to be tested on iOS devices first before Android devices. And you will have to go and enable it before it uh, becomes a feature on your phone. So you will have to go to Facebook on your settings. You will go to applications, 
pick uh, your settings for Facebook and then you'll find an option there that says app lock. So this app lock option will give you a, a sub option called require face ID. You'll have to turn that on so that you can still reply to messages from notifications and answer calls while messenger is locked. However, your Facebook ID will need to be used. But another nice feature about this is you can actually specify after how long do you want uh, Facebook Messenger to ask for your face ID. So you can either choose after I leave Facebook Messenger, you can, you, you can choose to have it uh, uh, start working one minute after you leave the app, 15 minutes after leaving the app, or even up to one hour after leaving the app. It's worth noting though that if Facebook truly cared about the privacy of our messenger messages, then it would actually enable end-to-end -end encryption, which is something what I like to call in, in simpler terms, secret conversation. Because at the moment, Facebook does not do that. That means that Facebook is capable of reading all of your messages if it wants to. And if you go ahead and dig around in the settings, you'll have to turn on end-to-end -end encryption yourself for Facebook to stop having the ability to do that. For its own part though, Facebook has definitely claimed that enabling end-to-end -end encryption by default is incredibly challenging, which again brings up another question. Why is it not enabled to begin with? Um, but again, this, this is the reason why Mark Zuckerberg has been getting a lot of hate on uh, many of its platforms in terms of privacy and uh, how private our conversations can be. If none of this concerns you though, and for some reason you're still using Messenger uh, without any privacy options uh, that could be applied to the app itself, you can go ahead and try out this feature yourself because I'm sure it will add one extra layer of security that can definitely give you a little bit of privacy uh, for your inbox. Let me know if you are willing to try it yourself and let me know if you use Facebook in general. Hani and I constantly have this debate about if Facebook is used worldwide to begin with. Hani is definitely hater for Facebook and we miss his conversations on Future Talk. He's currently recovering from his tonsil surgery, but he'll be joining us hopefully quite soon. Let me know, are you on my end, which believes that Facebook is still being used, especially by the older generations? Or are you like Hanny, who believes that Facebook is long dead? Send in your thoughts at Pulse95 Radio on Instagram or text in at 4215 do or it a Coming up, Future Talk still has lots and lots in store. We're going to be coming back to tell you all about the newest features that have been added to Microsoft Teams. For those of you who are still working from a distance, this will definitely come in handy. So keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse95. 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 Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Video calls have definitely become a part of our new normal. If you're not on one of the video chat platforms right here in the UAE during, especially during the quarantine slash lockdown period that we were all struggling and working our way through, then were you really in quarantine? But this is exactly why video calls platforms are working on improving, becoming better in terms of privacy, security, and in terms of features. Microsoft Teams is one of those applications because they are trying to grow in terms of all types of features and privacy. They just announced, announced new features in the free version of 
Microsoft Teams to help people meet together and collaborate online. And we love anything free. This free version will allow users to schedule meetings and send out invitations in advance. Now, this is a feature that was previously available on Zoom. We've always been used to it. You can schedule in advance for meetings, which actually made it very, uh, it gave us a sense of familiarity because when you would typically have a meeting with your boss, with a coworker, you would basically send an invite for that meeting beforehand, just like you would with a real face-to-face meeting. But this free version will now uh, build upon the existing ability to quotations quotations meet now which is typically the only feature that was previously available on microsoft meet meeting schedulers now have the option of either copying the meeting link to send it directly to all the other participants in that meeting or to send an invite through outlook or google calendar my favorite added feature is the fact that you can now send in the meeting invite through google calendar this capability is being rolled out to current users however users who are just signing up will be able to experience it soon so there is a little bit of delay in terms of if you're a brand new user to microsoft teams you may not see the feature just yet right now there is no time limit on how long your meetings can be on microsoft team which personally i find it as an advantage of microsoft teams over zoom with zoom in the past you had a 40 minute time limit after those 40 minutes you had to end the meeting and start a new meeting if you're using the regular free version of Zoom. If you're the premium version of Zoom, that's a whole other different story. But uh, as long as there is no time limit on meetings in the free version of Microsoft Team, I feel like Microsoft is definitely going to be gaining a lot of users. Anyone who's also using Microsoft Team can now turn on live captions during their calls and meetings. And it's also allowing all types of organizations to allow up to five users with unlimited chat and search audio and video calling you can schedule meetings you can have up to 10 gigabytes of team file storage and two gigabytes of personal file star storage per person so we're talking about a lot of capabilities that are coming with microsoft team but the company also announced the rollout of new custom background effects in teams which is definitely a feature that i personally feel like they stole from zoom In the past, Zoom was the only app that's known for its funky virtual features. You could basically download uh, backgrounds from anywhere on the World Wide Web, anywhere on the Internet. You could download them from uh, PicMonkey. You could download them from Canva and basically use them on Zoom. But now Microsoft Teams is getting a very similar feature and you can go ahead and even select a variety of background images uh, that are found on the app itself. But you can also add your own touch and personalize it by uploading your very own images or choosing one of the collections of backgrounds that are available online. Microsoft designers have also created 20 virtual backgrounds that show support to different movements that are currently happening from the Black Lives Matter movement uh, to any other movement that will be developing. Last year, Microsoft also introduced a background blur to help everyone preserve privacy and keep their attention on their teammates. Now, this is definitely going to be coming in handy for all the mothers out there who usually would have their children running around in the background. That's just the reality of working from home. So Microsoft team is definitely adapting to that as well and giving you the option to blur your background. This is just a few features that Microsoft teams have recently launched. Let me know 
if you're a user of Microsoft Teams or if you prefer Zoom. Personally, I prefer Zoom. I've used Microsoft Teams a couple of times. It was actually the first platform that we tested out whenever we wanted to start working and airing from home. But I still prefer Zoom. I just, I don't know, maybe it's just a type of habit that I picked up uh, as we started working from home. But share your thoughts with me. Slide into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio on Instagram or Texas in on it is a lot or do at 4215 coming up lots and lots is still in store right here on future talk we're going to be talking all about google because google assistants now know exactly who is talking to them if you have a google assistant at your home i'm truly sorry if i'm going to be calling her uh, multiple times during this coming up segment but you can now find your Google, uh, become more personalized and know exactly who's talking to it. And it will differentiate if it's the mother, the father, the son, any of your roommates, if you're living with roommates. So keep Pulse95 locked and we'll be right back. This is Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse95. Google, oh Google, you're only becoming more and more personalized by the day because now Google Assistant devices can tell who's talking to them. If you're living in a household, you don't have to worry. It's never going to make a mistake between who is speaking to it. At least that's what I hope for. But now their assistant is actually getting a lot of helpful features that will help. Wow, so many helps in one sentence. That will help make it easier for you to communicate with it because Google is now adding their voice match feature on all of their speaker selections. So as a user of Google, you can go ahead and make sure that whenever you're calling out for the Google Assistant, it can tell exactly which member of the household it is going to be speaking to. So this is going to make Google Assistant's responses a lot more personalized, but it's also going to make you as a user be able to choose between different options uh, when it comes to using their devices. Google is also planning to go ahead and expand its hot word sensitivity to make a device more or less sensitive to the activation phrase, hey Google. Now this is definitely a, a big struggle that came with uh, Google Assistant uh, because a lot of people were actually calling out for Google, but Google Assistant itself was not picking up on it. So Google actually said in a blog post earlier last week that they were going to be rolling out the features to all of their assistant enabled devices. So the minute you call for Hey Google, the Google Assistant will be able to go ahead and respond. Now Google also confirmed that their pilot program with the voice match will allow you to make secure purchases on their assistant enabled smart devices speakers and displays. Now, this is something that we've discussed earlier, uh, earlier last month uh, on the show. Being able to pay with your voice, how secure can that be? They're definitely going to be adding a second layer of authentication, which could be either by entering a passcode or even by uh, using uh, your face ID, which will definitely make it easier for you to make purchases, but could also be a bit risky if you have kids around the house. We've definitely seen all over social media stories, horror stories of parents complaining about their kids making payments on their behalf. So could this be the new trend of making payments with your voice that is definitely something that we will keep you updated with but future talk is coming to an end and we're going to be opening the airwaves to the only place to be at three the halftime show with Omar al-Duri your place to find all that is related to mental health physical health and the sports world it's you Omar al-Duri is it me you just you just looked at me like okay take the floor (laughs) 
<laughs> take the airwaves. Come on, Omar. All right, I'll take the airwaves. One of the things that is on the show today is uh, a friend of mine in London, actually, who's from the same town as me, was going to um, a boxing gym, mm-hmm. which is for the less privileged and the people that mm-hmm. are let's say recovering from substances and abuse and all that kind of stuff and Stormzy happened to pass by it's a true story happened to pass by the gym and he contributes a lot to giving back to people in the community mm-hmm. and donated 10 million pounds for the next 10 years to that boxing gym wow are we doing enough thank you for the applause it's not for Round me it's for Stormzy <laughs> but yeah that's that's huge no way because Stormzy is from the south mm-hmm. and I'm from the south as well and Derek's from the south and the fact that he bumped Everyone's into from him, the south I feel left <laughs> yeah you, you can be from the south as well um, and that's amazing so I was really really like impressed by that story and then I, I googled it and it was out in it the media it was actually true yeah well you should have talked about it first you would have been like the first on the story the first you to see, give the tea you see I don't want to steal the shine so I thought let me just make mm-hmm. sure it's official and then we can talk about it and now it's official <laughs> I can't talk about it <laughs> but no that's amazing you know sometimes we say that people don't give back enough mm-hmm. and uh, and this is such a nice story because he didn't do it for the media he did it in a gym that no one really knows about and so, he did it just to give back you yes. know out of his own a kind heart and that's definitely something that we should all be trying to do in this time especially uh, we're all a lot of people are struggling all around the world so if you can give back make sure you do anything else coming up on the hey, listen, show? listen what? <laughs> what how you doing i'm doing good <laughs> okay giving back on the halftime show um prince william Mm-hmm. Uh, discusses with the Arsenal football team the importance of mental health and I'm going to be covering that as well. Mm-hmm. Mental health, physical health, this is all, this is just a snippet of what's going to be coming up on the Halftime Show. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll see you again tomorrow, same time, same place from 2 to 3 p.m. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.